Welcome to episode 83 of the Transforma to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today we have an amazing show lined up for you, and by the end of it, you will know that presumir and to presume are wildly different, understand how best to use the expression show off, three top alternatives to the standard translation of presumir, and why I sometimes show off about building the Wimbledon roof. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we're going to be talking about a very, very interesting Spanish word. And it's actually a word that came up in the fluency community recently. And one of the members just mentioned it. And I thought it would be a really good idea to explore this particular word in, in the podcast. And the, and the Spanish word is presumir. And in many cases, Spanish speakers are really, really tempted just to translate presumir into presume. And that can be a little bit problematic. And so that's exactly what we're going to be discussing today. And as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, Daniel. How's things? Good, good. How are you? Good. Yeah. Ah, great. Everything going well. Looking forward to a re recording another episode with you today <laughs> on an interesting topic, I think. Good, good, absolutely. So we'll start... Well, I, I shouldn't presume that it's interesting, <laughs> but I think it is. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, presumir. Now, of course... Let's go to the false friend, I suppose. That's the that's the for the, the, mm. the way that a Spanish speaker might be tempted to use the, the the word, right? Because they might think in their brains, they might think, okay, presumir, and they go immediately into English and say presume. Now, the problem there is that the meaning of presume is different, right? And and that's where mm. the where the trouble starts, really, because presume is really closer to suponer, right? So that's that's yeah. that's what we want to do, want to make very very clear at the beginning. It's not what the Spanish speaker is thinking, and they, and that's why they're suddenly their sentence doesn't make sense or, or whatever, right? That's how you, exactly. I'm sure you've heard this this situation before. I have, but, I have many times, yeah. many times. Yeah. And as I said, it came up in one of your sessions, no? In the that's right in the, in the fluency community, which I watch because they're all recorded and we can watch them back, which I usually do. So I, I also heard that and thought, oh, that could be interesting as a topic. So I, I sort of presumed that our listeners might be interested in this. <laughs> we are presuming that now. So well, presume yeah. is like supposing, supponer. Yeah. You could say assume, I think, in English as well. Yeah, We're absolutely. Assuming. Yeah. It's basically a synonym. It may have some other meanings, assume, but we're, well, we don't need to go there today. Mm. But, you know, we are presupposing or supposing, presuming, that this is an interesting topic for our listeners. Okay. So that's what we think. That's our opinion. We may be right. We may be wrong. We, we hope we're right, no? And they are interested. But we're presuming it, no? Yeah. So that's what it means, suponer in Spanish, no? To suppose. We have the word suppose, so we can also use that. Yeah. And there is the false friend, no? Because obviously presumir in Spanish doesn't mean suponer. That's right. It means something different. Absolutely. That we'll come to a bit later. Yeah. So, Maybe. yeah, we all make presumptions to we use do. the noun no we do we make presumptions about people and situations all the time yeah 
And so maybe um, maybe a good example of this would be to to yeah just give a sentence or two so people really understand how we would use mm. presume right so Alistair Christmas is coming up although it's still a few months away to believe but yes it's not far it off. is considering now it's more like summer it is it's, it's incredible it is yes. crazy weather but anyway I yeah. thinking yeah. about the fact that you know most people start thinking about Christmas and their mm. and their holidays and everything I could potentially presume that you might go to England during the Christmas holidays, with that, but would my presumption be correct in that situation? Yeah, you, your presumption would be wrong. You would be presuming incorrectly. Uh-huh. But it's a logical presumption to make. Mm-hmm. So you can make a presumption apart from to presume. Yeah. Sometimes people say you presume wrong. Mm. Is actually an expression sometimes people use to answer back. Yeah. <laughs> to say no, that's not right. No, because I don't have family in England. My parents died a long time ago. If my parents were alive then probably or almost certainly I would go back every Christmas because that's what you do, spend Christmas with your parents or your family. So no, I I, I think in 26 years I've lived here, I've been back to England once at Christmas. Wow, Um, that's that's incredible. And that wasn't even Christmas. I think it was for New Year. So the Christmas period, but not Christmas Christmas. I think I went on the 26th, which is in England has a very strange name, Boxing Day. Day, Maybe we'll save that for a Christmas episode. Perhaps we did it last year. We might have, we might have. We might have done that already, but anyway. So yeah, so, you know, basically my wife's family is here in Madrid and it makes more sense that we stay here and we spend Christmas with her family because I don't really have family in England. So I don't have a house in England. There's nowhere to stay. Mm. So it just makes no sense. No, it makes it's no sense. It's very expensive yeah. to fly there at Christmas. It's very difficult to get a flight. So there's just no reason to go. Yeah. So you would rightly presume because, you know, you'd think, oh, of course, you go back to Christmas to see your family. Yeah. In England. Yeah, yeah. But no, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I presume you do. I presume you go back most Christmases so your kids can be with their grandparents at Christmas. and Yeah. Or maybe I'm presuming incorrectly. <laughs> maybe that's not the case. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's true. Most of the time we we do do that or we kind of like think of an alternative and we meet somewhere somewhere else that's a little bit ah, warmer yeah, or yeah. sunnier or somewhere. A neutral spot. Yes, yeah. like a third location, absolutely. In Alicante. Yeah, yeah. Alicante is often a, a good a good uh, option mm. for us. But but yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, in many cases when I, when I collaborate with different sort of English coaches and English teachers, I often presume actually that they are going to, to the UK at Christmas. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just what is m- many of them do so you know most probably yeah do, yes so you, yeah. would, you would rightly presume that and i think a lot of spanish well people listening spanish listeners in particular maybe and maybe latin americans would presume that we have white christmas you know in england it all like in the movies mm. every hollywood movie absolutely yeah. on christmas eve night around midnight starts snowing perfect timing <laughs> but in real life in england at least it almost never snow i can't in my whole life I think I'm not sure I've ever had a white Christmas. Maybe one. Yeah. So it doesn't usually snow in the UK in most parts of the UK. No, maybe that's up in true. the north of Scotland or something. Yeah. But in the south of England, for example, where you're from, Bournemouth, it almost never snows no. on the coast, and no, no, not no, no. not any time. But Christmas, even less. Yeah. So this concept of you know people might think, oh yeah, you must have a white Christmas. Um, Almost never. That's right. It's very unusual. That's right. It's only only when I was a kid, many many years ago. Mm. There, there, that was it was more likely that we would have a white Christmas at that situation. That's uh, well, climate change. Yeah, absolutely. Winters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But even as a kid, I can vaguely maybe one, two, but I mean, it wasn't a regular or normal thing. Maybe you get snow at some point in the winter, but generally it, it wasn't Christmas. It would be January, February. 
March, but snowing actually for Christmas Day. I think they the bookies bookies are the people who accept bets. Mm-hmm. The bookmakers, I think, is the correct. I think here they say casas de apuestas. Yes. So we call them the bookmakers, or abbreviated the bookies. Mm-hmm. The bookies or the bookmakers in England, I think they accept bets for will it snow in, is it central London? Will, if there's snow on the ground mm. in central London on Christmas Day, you can win money. If you bet on that, mm. they give you odds. Mm. Odds is the, how do you explain odds? The possibilities. Yes. Probabilities. Probabilities, absolutely. So they may say, I know, a 50 to 1 chance that there is snow in central London or probably like 200 to 1 because yeah. it it's almost never happens. That there will be snow in London. I don't know why they choose London, but on Christmas Day, and you can bet money on that. Yeah. And if it does snow, you could win. You could win a fortune. Yeah. So there but, you go. It, but it never snows in London Christmas Day. So I think the book the bookmakers always make money. They never <laughs> lose money. They're not stupid. No, they're not silly. They're not silly at all. Mm. Yeah. Of course, betting mm. is apostar, which is another. Yes, another Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Apostas. Yeah. Betting. Apostar. So amazingly, in England, you can bet on almost anything. Yeah. Stupid things like will it snow on Christmas Day or. I don't know who was going to divorce who in <laughs> yeah. all kinds of ridiculous. So it's not only the obvious sport like horse racing and football. It's who will be the next prime minister and so almost, all kinds of strange things yeah. you can bet on. So good, yes. So there you go. The whole idea of presume. Okay, I presumed mm. that you were that you would go to England at Christmas, mm. but I presumed incorrectly. So there you go. You did. Yes, mm. you will be staying here and enjoying your. What, what, Madrid, what, Madrid, yeah, yes. which involves like, probably gambas or or seafood or not really or the, lamb. The, what is it? Yeah, well, well, it's the same every year. Okay, <clears throat> so it's, it's always the same thing. Go to the same house with the same people. My wife's family. Right. Well, this is like Christmas for most people. No? Sure. It tends to be a, a repet- repetitive thing. Yes. And eat the same food, whatever that is. I can't remember, but yeah, typical things in Spain. People eat seafood. Seafood. Yeah. Trip. Seafood, marisco, is, marisco yeah. seafood, seafood. Yeah. which in England no one would ever think of eating seafood for Christmas. That's true. That's true. It's a very Spanish thing, yeah, or yeah. Mediterranean thing. I'm not sure. Sure, sure. So in England, there's always the roast turkey. No? So most people would probably presume in England that you're having roast turkey for your Christmas lunch. Yeah, and you say no, actually, I'm not. We're having something completely different. <laughs> We're having whatever it may be, duck or lamb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you. But that's what you would presume. You would presume that. That is the, you that is the tradition. That, yeah. Okay, so hopefully from all of those examples that we've given, yeah. our listeners Many. will now understand how you use presume in English, okay? Because mm-hmm. you can use presume or you can use assume. They're both kind of, yeah. they're like synonymous in many ways, right? So I yeah. presume you're going to do that. I assume you're going to do that, right? So yeah, yeah both of them are really great to use. Uh, but just don't get it mixed up with presumir because presumir is something completely different and that's what we're going to be focusing on now, right? Mm-hmm. Indeed. So... Let's ha- let's have a think about exactly how we can translate presumir. Now, the thing that always comes to my mind, or the word that always comes to my mind when I think of presumir, is to show off. Is that what is that what comes to your mind, Alistair? Most of the time, the first one. Yeah, yeah we we sort of looked up the translations, and then we saw there are actually quite a few. Yeah, well, three or four. Yeah, and we recognise them all. As soon as you see them, you go, "Oh, yeah, of course, yes, that one." But I think to most people's minds, at least to our minds, the first one that it would occur to me would be, yeah, show off. Yeah. So I think that's the most obvious one that most people would think of. And then there's others that yeah, are quite common also. But I, I think the whole idea of show off is is complex for Spanish speakers because they kind of think, well, maybe it's some sort of phrasal verb or something like that. But if in the end, it's kind of like not really a phrasal verb. I mean, of course, you, it is a verb and sort of 
a preposition. Well, I suppose you a know. preposition is adding to the meaning of show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So in that sense, well, it is sort of a phrase of yeah. not completely changing it, but adding an extra element. Yeah. Which is which is negative, and this is what is interesting. It isn't. It's, it's a very all these words that we found. In fact, every single one of them, we all went, oh, they're all very negative sounding. No, it's not. They're not positive things. Yes. But we'll come on to that, that a little that, later. That, whether it's that is interesting, really, right? That is interesting yeah. because in Spanish there is this high idea that presumir can be sort of in a way positive or negative. There are contexts that I've heard pres- presumir to be used in a positive, in a positive way, sense. right? Usually well, negative, I think. But yeah. yeah, there is. There are elements where it could be positive, and in, we were trying to think: could it be positive in English? How would we say that in a positive way? Mm. And we were finding it quite difficult to come up with a word. We sort of had to explain it, which will, you know, we'll sort of come on to later. Yeah. Maybe now we can look at the next. So if you say somebody's showing off or is as a noun, you can say this person is a, a show off. Show off. Yeah. As a noun, un presumido. Yeah. Which in Spanish is also bad when you say someone is a presumido. Yeah. Is negative. So yeah. I think at school, no, there's always the class. Every class has a class show off. Mm. <laughs> so the kid who, you know, wants to be the center of attention is always yeah. talking and making jokes and sure. uh, wants everyone to look at them and think they're funny or. Yeah. Maybe getting in trouble with the teacher all the time, or yeah, uh, so not shy, very uh, extrovert. Yeah, so yeah, people like showing off, and kids often, lots of children like to show off. Absolutely, absolutely. In front of their parents or groups of adults to say, "Look at me, look at me, what I can do," and often it's it's a criticism of the parents. Not to say, "Stop showing off." Absolutely. Often tell them to stop doing it. No, because it's it's not it's not a very nice thing to do. Exactly, exactly. Um, so we did so actually... Yeah, it's negative. Yeah, we did actually have some other words, right, instead of just show off, because obviously show mm. off itself is sort of negative, but then you have the whole idea of these other words that we came up with. Mm. One of them was kind of like bragging, right? Bragging is a similar yeah. sort of idea, right? When you yeah, brag, brag about yeah. something, which is kind of like basically yeah. showing off. It's like also a negative sense that you're, that you're you know... Yeah. Your. It's sort of your achievements, isn't it? So when you brag, it's like you've you've done something or achieved something, and you want to tell everyone about it. No, yeah. So they all sort of think, oh, how brilliant or wonderful you are. Yeah. So I know passing some exam, or I don't know, or making a lot of money as a business person, or I don't know. It could be you could brag about oh sport. No, you say oh the other day I played, I scored five goals in a game. I was brilliant. Yeah. I scored this incredible goal. So you're bragging about how good you are at football yeah. or how good you were in that particular match. You know? Absolutely. So bragging is often that kind of thing. You know, I've done this amazing thing and and you want to sort of impress people, aren't you, with your achievements. Or Absolutely. You're bragging. Uh, yeah, yeah. But there is an expression I've just thought of now, we uh, bragging rights. Yes, that's does right. Does that sound familiar? No, it does. To have it the does. bragging rights. Yeah. Derecho. So yeah. sometimes you can, you can, it's sort of winning the right to be able to brag. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like, well, you if you do score some amazing, you know, six goals in a game of football, it's sort of like you say, okay, yeah, you, you have the right to then be able to tell people you did it because it is an amazing thing. Yeah. So it's almost like giving people permission to brag. And it's like, okay, yeah, you've got the bragging rights. You, you can tell everyone you scored six goals because they were amazing and you were brilliant. So go on, 
tell everyone about it. No? Yeah, exactly. So exactly. You, right. You've got the bragging rights. Absolutely. Good. We did have actually come up with some other words as well, right? Uh, two others, um, which is to boast or to flaunt as well, which are kind of obviously mm. higher level words. Maybe some of our listeners don't know these, but they are options in terms of saying, instead of being like showing off, certainly in the verb form, right? Because we're talking about the verb form here, is like to boast or to flaunt or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Boast is, I suppose, almost exactly a synonym of bragging, no? When you're boasting about, again, talking, saying what, how wonderful you are, or boasting about your achievements, what you've done. It's a very similar word. I mean, meaning, no? Absolutely, absolutely, exactly. So, yeah, boasting, bragging, as I would use them. I think maybe showing off is more when you actually do something like... So if you're able to play the piano, or dance, or sing... You say, and you show off in front of a group saying, and you start singing, you know, look at me singing, aren't I fantastic? So showing off, not necessarily, but tends to be an activity, something you can do, you know? And you start, like your kids might start, you know, dancing in the room in front of everyone because they want everyone to look at them and they want to be the centre of attention. But I think boasting, bragging tends to be verbal, no? So sort of talking about your achievements and what you can do. No? Absolutely. Good. Okay. But we also kind of wanted to come up with a like a few little stories related to this, you know, to get to give people an idea about exactly what you might show off about or so that they kind of like really understand. Mm-hmm. And you you did actually come up with uh, one little idea, right, Alistair, in terms of uh, showing off. Yes, what was it? It was because um, we were trying to think of examples. I was saying, do I show off? Uh, I haven't really got any talents, really, I can show off not a brilliant musician or singer or anything. And then I said, oh, well, okay. Sometimes I find myself, uh, maybe not deliberately, but when I think about it, I go, well, I suppose I was showing off a little bit or trying to impress. When I meet younger people, often they may be my clients because <laughs> that's the people I tend to have most contact with these days. But And talking about music and you might go, oh, what bands do you like? Or And uh, because I'm a certain age and I loved when I was a kid, teenager and a young person, I, I went to see lots of concerts, lots of rock bands, and I got the opportunity. I was very lucky to see lots of bands that you know weren't maybe that famous. Well, they were famous, but since then become mega, mega famous, or, or don't exist anymore. That's another point. So if you've got a young person who maybe says, you know, I love ACDC or something, he said, oh yeah, I've got a ticket to see them in the Bernabeu or the Metropolitan in a football stadium. And I can say, oh, yeah, yeah, ACDC, yeah, I saw them back in 1979. I remember in a small theatre in Liverpool with ah, maybe less than 2,000 people, not in a football stadium with 80,000. And with Bon Scott, the original singer, about three months before he died, in fact, uh, on the Highway to Hell tour. And they're just like, what? Oh, my God. And they're very impressed. Because obviously for a younger person who likes that band, the idea that I saw them, you know, 40 years ago with the original singer... Is very impressive. They're like, oh, God, you're so lucky. I wish I could have done that. So I suppose I'm sort of showing off or maybe bragging, I suppose, that, um, you know, I, I did that and I did that thing. So, yeah, that, maybe that's my aspect of showing off about the concerts I've seen when I was young, you know, and the bands I've seen. I saw Led Zeppelin in 1979, for example, and they don't exist anymore. So, you know, a young person, you can't even see them now. So they could be, wow, you saw Led Zeppelin. That's amazing. You're so lucky. Yeah, Alistair, I think that's a really good example of 
sort of the whole idea of showing off, right? In this particular case, you're not showing off in a bad way. They're just like concerts that you've been to, probably something they're interested in, right? So in that way, it's, it's not sort of the negative side of showing off, but it's, it's just something that they might be interested in, right? Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm saying it, because I think, oh, well, you might be interested in that. But really, what I, I suppose, I am trying to impress them. Yeah. So yeah. there is an element of showing off there, Yeah, I think, when yeah. I think about it. Like, <laughs> when you're... I, look, I, analyze, yeah, I look back and go, yeah, I suppose I'm trying to impress them with my, oh, look at all these groups I've seen. Yeah. Obviously, the negative side of this is it means I'm very old. So, you know, <laughs> I say the only positive thing of being 60 is that, you know, I have... I, I've got life experience, so there are certain things like that concerts I saw years ago uh, that will impress younger people because obviously Absolutely. these were things they they weren't alive. That's then. right. That's right. That's absolutely. the depressing bit for me when they go, "Oh, you saw ACDC '79? Oh, it was ten. You know, I wasn't even born then. <laughs> yeah. I was born, you know, another ten years before I existed on this planet. That's like, right. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's." <laughs> So, you know, sometimes it's not good when you're presumiendo or showing off because they can go, oh, yeah, that's brilliant. I wasn't the, I wasn't born to 10 years after that. And you're like, okay, thank you. Yeah. Now I feel really old. Yeah. That serves me right. Yeah. So, I mean, a good expression there. there would be, I wasn't even a twinkle in my dad's eye or something like that. Yeah. No, isn't that? Nice if they knew that, yeah. they could say, yeah, I yeah. wasn't even a twinkle in my parents' or my dad's eye. That's right. Which is a kind of very strange uh, expression, right? But it's, yeah, it's what people say. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I wasn't even an idea. Yeah. Uh, that's nobody right. had even thought of creating me. Yeah. Yet. yeah and then yeah. you go, oh, okay, yes. Thank you for I'm very then you realize how old you are compared to this person <laughs> I'm speaking to. No, it's worse because if they were a super young person, you go, Yeah, okay, of course you were born whatever years after me. But it's when this person in front of you or you know, is now, you know, it's the the person in charge of human resources in a multinational company <laughs> and they're like you know, 40 years old. Yeah. So they're not like 20. No. And no. then they go, Oh yeah, yeah, I wasn't even born then. You go, Oh God, I'm so old. <laughs> Good. Well, I actually thought of a few little stories as well relating to showing off. And of course, we can come back to the whole idea of showing off later on about Mm. sort of the contextual and cultural ideas of showing off. Because I think, Mm. especially in England, the whole idea of showing off is a big no-no in many ways, right? Um, Mal visto, as they say. Yeah, mal visto, sí. But I noticed myself that I... Well, I, I suppose recently I was sitting down with my kids. It was actually this summer. We were watching the tennis and, you know, there, there, there was one particular moment where it started raining and they, they had to cover the court with a roof. And I, and I mentioned later on in the day, like we we're having dinner or something, I mentioned to my kids, well, actually, I was actually one of the people that worked on the roof, the Wimbledon roof, when it was being built. And my, my kids were like, really? Wow. You know, and it, when I was doing it, it was funny. Well, wow. Because- I'm, I'm impressed too. Yes. Wow. <laughs> The retractable roof of Wimbledon. That's right. That's right. And it was funny because when I was working on the project, the pe- the people who were kind of with me, they said, "Oh, when you're when you're a little bit older, you'll be able to refer back to this project and tell your kids about it." Do you know what I mean? And, and, impre- and so, impress them. Absolutely. Were they absolutely. were they impressed? I think they were. Or, they go, I think or they were they like, "Yeah, Dad. Yeah, boring." <laughs> It's just a roof. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a roof. No big deal. Yeah. So it's yeah. difficult to impress kids sometimes. It is. But they were. I hope they were, you know. Yeah, they were a little bit a little bit impressed. A little bit impressed. Yeah. Not not massively, yeah. but but so no, but you were trying to impress you were yeah, yeah you were showing off a bit. They were showing off yeah. a bit. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And then yeah. another little anecdote that happened to me and actually I didn't mm. show off in this case, but many people kind of said, Well, you 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 should or you should have done a little bit more, you know, was mm. was when I first came here to Spain and I 
I started to sort of socially engage with my my wife's family and and we used to kind of go and have a family event in a house or something and there'd be sort of like a table tennis tournament and we would we would always play together and and, and play against each other and uh, and actually you know I, I'm not a, like a table tennis champion but I'm certainly I'm not too bad I'm okay you know and so in this particular case I I was just like you know, played played against the others. I, I I even said, you know, they asked me at the beginning, "Are you any good at table tennis?" And I said, "Well, I'm sort of all right, but not not brilliant." You know. Ah, so you so you weren't boasting. No, about I wasn't. Table I didn't, no, I didn't. Now, you see, if you'd said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm brilliant," yeah, that's boasting. That's, that's boasting, bragging. That's true. But yeah. in fact, you were I don't know a bit humble. Or, yeah. I don't know what word to use. You. Yeah. You said, "Well, yeah, I'm not bad. I'm okay." That's right. That's so right. you're not boasting. No, I wasn't boasting. You're not, no. you're not verbally talking no. about how wonderful you are. No, right? no. But then, yeah. then I promptly went and won against everybody in the yeah, family. Beat them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then uh, they kind of like they were a little bit shocked about this, and they kind of like you're like you were lying. You were lying. That's right. You that's right. Yeah. Exactly. So clearly they were not happy, and yeah. I should have showed off a little bit more, and should have should have said yeah. that I'm I'm really not not bad at all. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. It was funny. It was funny. So you, funny so they, you impressed them with your ta- your ping pong as they were in Spain. A lot of people say ping pong. Well, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Yes, they knew. And ping in pong, England, yeah. I'm never sure they say. Do you say that in England? I'm like, I'm not sure. Do we say ping pong? I've got so used to hearing it here. It's yeah, another one of those I think they don't. We've talked I, I about think they people. don't. I think it's just table the tennis. Table thing. tennis, yeah. Because I, I this summer, I recently mm. went back to the UK and I started talking about table tennis, and mm. I always kept referring to it as ping pong. And then, then my mother said, "No, you can't say ping pong. That's like yeah. what kids we, say. You know, you have to say." Ta- yeah, I think maybe kids tennis. was. Yeah, maybe we do use it, but it's like for little children. Yeah, it's not. So in any sense where it's serious or a sport, you'd say table tennis. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah. here you hear people talking about the Olympics. No, they won a gold medal in ping pong. Yeah. And yeah. we wouldn't use it in that sense for you know, <laughs> proper professionals or even, any, or even your level maybe. Of That's tennis. right. Because you told me, in fact, that in Belgium, which I didn't know, it's a very popular sport and Belgium's are very good at it or they have... Yeah, I mean, they produce champions. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. Well, they take it very seriously. They do. Let's say. They do. There are lots of clubs, mm. and so that's really mm. where I honed, mm. which is like a very specific verb. Oh, that's good. To my hone, to hone your my, skills. Yeah, you hone my mm. skills. My table tennis skills I honed in Belgium. Yeah, both Belgium and Germany are kind of like big, big table tennis ah, sort of nations. I never knew that. Obviously, uh, probably still behind China and all the really massive ones. But yeah, but you know, it's a common thing to have a table tennis table in your in your home. Let's say in in, yeah. in Belgium. So. Yeah. Yeah. So all these things are relative, no? Because in Belgium, you would not presumir. You, you no. wouldn't show off or no. boast or brag yeah. about your table tennis skills or because you wouldn't be one of the best ones. You'd be, I don't know, average or below average. Absolutely. So you'd be like, so the last thing you would want to do is to say to people, oh, yeah, I'm a brilliant table. And then you get thrashed, which is a good word for <laughs> thrashed completely is a good word. destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah destroyed or yeah. You know, destroyed, thrashed in a game you lose very heavily. Yeah. But in England, well, in Spain, with your in-laws, so your wife's family, mm. you felt able. Well, you didn't brag because you didn't say, yes, I am fantastic. But you knew you were good. Yeah. So you probably knew that you're likely to beat them. Yeah, I, I, quite yeah, I did have that yeah. feeling. I thought that, well, yeah. you know, considering Spain, you know, table tennis is not that it's it's not, not as big, big sport. as sport as, as mm. maybe in Belgium and Germany. Mm. So I thought, oh, probably. Like, I mean, of course, at the beginning, I had no idea. You know, I thought, well, it could. No, I, I mean, might. one of them. Who knows? Uh, yeah, could one have of them. Yeah, champion, Spanish champion at ping pong. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then you would look silly. <laughs> exactly. So you better not yeah. brag before you really know that you can brag. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, That's yeah. another reason not to brag. Or 
or boast. Yeah, absolutely. Because then sometimes you say something and you look silly. Cause, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, don't presumir, no, don't. Yeah. So in that sense, sometimes you could think of showing off as more physically demonstrating and showing mm. what you can do. Yeah. As in you playing table tennis well, so you did show off how good you were to the others, mm. and they were impressed. Yeah. By your level of table tennis, but then boasting, as I said before, boasting, bragging is more verbal. No. Yeah. So it's when you actually say, "Yeah, I'm brilliant at this." Absolutely. So you didn't brag, you didn't boast, but you perhaps you did show off a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to impress yeah, them, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe subconsciously, no, yeah. maybe not deliberately. Not deliberately. And maybe this is the right point to actually go to back to Presumir and talk about how in Spanish sometimes it can sort of be used in a positive sense and how we could have sort of translate Presumir into a positive sense in English. What do mm. we think about that? Which we found difficult. Well, we tried to come up and say, what is there a verb, a word? And we couldn't think of one. No, it's, it is difficult, isn't it? It is difficult. Well, we did think you, you you could use, well, there's two, you could take, just say show mm. without the off, mm. which is just simply showing, no, mm. enseñando, de- demonstrating. So you could say, hey, you should show what you can do. You should mm. show people that you're good at this, your skills, whatever that may be in a work situation. You know, mm. you are very good at negotiating or giving presentations or speaking a language, speaking English. Absolutely. So, you know, show people, don't hide it, don't be embarrassed about it. So, but that's you telling another person, encouraging them to show or show off. Mm -hmm. I suppose you could still use show off as long as you're saying it in that way to another person. To another person, right? That's the key. Yeah, I think that's the difference, isn't it? It's, It's not that person boasting, bragging about themselves or showing off going, hey, look at me. My English is fantastic. Where no one's asked them to do it. It's just like, you know, we're not very interested. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a bit, you're not being humble, no, humilde. Yeah. You. And people don't like that generally. Yeah. You know, when people show off for no reason, just, hey, they want to be the center of attention or to impress people. You know, like one of my, maybe one of my clients saying, I didn't even ask you about ACDC. Why are you telling me this? You know, stop showing off. Huh? <laughs> well, I'm not interested. I don't even like heavy, you know, rock music. That's right. Uh, so if I, you know, I, I only did that thing I said when I knew that person might be interested in yeah. what I had to say. Yeah, sure. You know, obviously, if they weren't talking about music or had an interest in that particular group, I wouldn't have mentioned it. Yeah. So therefore, you know, uh, but if someone just starts telling you these how brilliant they are or oh I did this and I did that you're a bit like why are you telling me this stop showing off stop yeah. bragging yeah. but then when you say to another person hey I know that you're good at this thing yeah uh, I know you have this talent and why don't you why don't you show people why don't you show off mm. let people know you can do it there's nothing yeah. wrong with that and you go oh okay so you're sort of encouraging someone but that's not that person doing it themselves mm. that's you telling another person Absolutely. so I think in that case it's okay yeah yeah. And you could say, yeah, show your skills, show off. You wouldn't say to them, I think you should brag or I think you should boast. No. Because those are such negative words that you would never recommend to someone they should do that as no. a good thing. No, no, sure. Because that really sounds bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. But showing what you can do in a situation where it's necessary or useful, great. Why not? Absolutely. No? Absolutely. Um, yeah. But I can't think of a word where, you know, it just means it's positive. No. No, 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 no. no. 
And so, so yeah, there's, that's kind of uh, an interesting, you know, we always get these sort of situations where it's difficult to translate something perfectly. But we do feel that this whole idea of Presumir does have this on the one side positive and then on the other side, obviously much more negative. There are loads of negative uh, elements yeah. and it kind of goes more to the negative, right? Most of the whole idea yeah, of showing off, negative. right? But yeah, sometimes that can be positive, especially if the other person is telling that person to go and do something because they're really good at that thing, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so do it. You know, why not? Yeah. Show people you're good at it. Yeah. Uh, and there's a benefit from it yeah. for others. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Ah, there's one, I've just realized there was one of the negative words, was it to flaunt mm. that we didn't actually mention? Well, we mentioned the word, but we didn't say what it, how to use it or mm. what it means. So it's sort of presumir de algo. Mm. So you have to flaunt something. So the others are just, you know, bragging about how good you are at table tennis oh. or showing off your skills. But if you flaunt something, it's like, like it's often you talk about people flaunting their wealth. Mm, yes. Like they their riches, how rich they are. So yeah, look at my, look, I've got this Rolex watch that cost whatever, 100,000 euros or my Ferrari or my huge house with a swimming pool. Mm. Or my beautiful top model, very young girlfriend. Mm. So it's like, look at this thing I've got that you haven't. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, flaunting. And that's flaunting, yeah. and you're putting it in people's faces and to make, often to make them feel bad, no? Yeah. So I'm going to make you feel, you know, poor and insignificant because, you know, look at my huge house and my wonderful Ferrari. Yeah. So those where you're flaunting things. Yes. So it's quite particular use. Now you flaunt something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's often riches, wealth, things that you have that someone else doesn't have. Absolutely, absolutely. To make you feel better or superior. Yeah. I think there's maybe one that, one of the most negative of all those words. Yes. You know, flaunting your wealth yeah. or flaunting your... Absolutely. It's a very negative it is. concept. No? It is. It is. It is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I mean, it's a it's a high level word. I mean, if somebody used that word, uh, I yeah, would be I'm extremely never, impressed. impressed. Right? Like, you know, oh look at that guy. He's flaunting his wealth. He's just like buying bottles of champagne that cost you know one thousand yeah. one thousand euros per bottle. You know that that's yeah. flaunting your wealth, right? Um, yeah, it's unnecessary. Yeah, and it's just look at me. I've got lots of money. I can go to a Michelin star restaurant and spend five hundred euros or a thousand euros on a meal. Mm. Or 500 euros on a bottle of wine mm. because I can yeah. and you can't. Yeah. So it's like you're flaunting this yeah, yeah. in front of other people. No? Yeah. So you could say, you know, if, uh, if a client, student, the listeners to this point, if you really want to show off how good your English is, then, you know, flaunt. <laughs> Use the word flaunt <laughs> yeah. in Use your vocabulary. Word. Absolutely, yeah. Because that will really impress people. That going, will wow, be. you know that word. Yeah. That would be showing off. That would be showing off. That would be showing off. <laughs> Maybe in a good way or a bad way, depending how you do it and the context. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Alistair, really great. I mean, that was just so interesting just to come from that one word, right? Presumir. And just shows like all the intricacies and all the little different things that, that can come just from the, yeah, just from the fact that you can obviously translate it straight into presume, which will then be incorrect. And we talked about how you, what actually, in what context you can use presume, where I presumed that you were going to England for, for Christmas. Mm. And then, of course, the real translation of Presumir, which is kind of more related to showing off, bragging, boasting, flaunting, all those negative ideas mm. and and those those little anecdotes of you and your your you know those all those rock groups that you saw and and my 
my history related to the Wimbledon roof and table tennis. So all of those kind of, yeah, they're kind of like, you know, subtly showing off in some sort of way, which can be perceived either as positive or negative. But then also Prezomir as in a, as a positive thing, especially when somebody is saying it to somebody else, right? You need to do yeah. this. You know, you're a, you're a concert pianist. You should, you know, there's a piano yeah. there. You should you go on, show, show off a little bit. I don't mind, you know, like everybody will yeah. love and it. People enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you're entertaining people. So use your talent in a good way. There's a piano there in the, I know, the lobby of a hotel. Mm. Go and play something, entertain the people. You know, you're good, mm. do it. Mm. But this is okay because the person isn't sure. It's not them yeah. who suggested it or wanted to do it. Maybe they're a bit shy and they don't really want to do it because mm. they don't want to show off. And it's someone else saying, no, 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 go on, go on, go on. And they go, okay, and they do it and everybody loves it. No? Yeah. So yeah. It's a situation where if that person walks straight into the lobby, there's a piano, oh, I'm brilliant. I'm going to sit down and play music to people because I know they'll love it because I'm so good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you said that out loud, people go, ooh, well, no, what a show off. No? <laughs> yeah. Stop boasting, bragging. You know? <laughs> absolutely. It, it's, it's sort of an attitude, isn't it? Yeah. It's the way you do it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, so people don't like people not, people expect people even who are geniuses or whatever they do, mm. whether it's a scientist or a genius sports person, to be humble. Yeah. We like our heroes to be humble. Absolutely. absolutely. Which in a way is lying, no? Because they're sort of saying, yeah, well, you know, I'm okay at football. I'm not bad. You know, Messi going, yeah, I'm not bad. Football, <laughs> I'm okay. And you go, no, you're a genius. But if Messi says, yes, I am a genius. No, nobody likes that. You go, nobody likes that. Yeah. They say, well, we can say it, but you can't. That's right. That's because right. that makes you a presumido. My wife said, suggested creído mm. as an alternative. Uh, yeah. Now, whether that, and she said, she's not sure that's just in Spain, a Spanish thing or whether you know, Latin Americans would use that or not. Mm. So yeah, she said, you know, un creído. Yeah, yeah. Interesting word, no, from creer, to believe. So to believe, you yeah. Believe you are brilliant. Yeah, you yeah. are a genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's something. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Alistair, thank you very much for your time. That was really amazing. Loved that, loved that. Yeah. Just from that one word, we've got one mm. full episode and uh, lots of little stories. Yeah. So that's exactly the type of episodes that I love. So thank you very much. Really amazing to have this time with you. And I'll see you again next week. All right? Yeah, pleasure as always. All right, speak soon. See you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.